You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get started again with some more halachas from Ravelsky Zatzal on Shmiras Hagufa Nefesh. Okay. Uh, the question here is, we know we're going to find out that there, the Gemara says, uh, uh, it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, uh, how meat and fish should not be put together. In fact, uh, as it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, you can see here, if you eat Boser Bedog Biyachad, it's kosher with Saras. Um, it's something that can lead to Saras. Obviously, something you don't want to get, whether there's Saras Bismanazar or not. Still, there is a kpeda to have uh, meat and fish together. So let's say like this. So obviously, Rebelsky was, uh, as I said, was the Reisha Poiskim for the OU. Um, here's the question. There's a product that has some fish in it. Kashrus is supposed to be what's kosher according to the Torah. We know we're not supposed to have uh, um, uh, a, a, a fish in a meat product. Shouldn't they indicate? Shouldn't the kashrus uh, indicate? And you know, they do sometimes do that. I don't remember if they all do, but they sometimes do write uh, has fish product in it or something like that. And it's very possible they're going to eat it with meat. For example, Kigoyin, took me a, a, a minute or so to figure out what this was. <laughs> right to Worcestershire, right? Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce has hamachil, dog, and chobis. It has fish in it. And yet we know Worcestershire sauce is what you, you know, hopefully there'll be some barbecues and people opening Worcestershire sauce, right, on their on their steaks and they're going to go on the barbecue. Hopefully by July 4th, there'll be some barbecues out there. So can you, should the Hashkocha company say, this has got fish in it? And for a, a person who's keeping kashras, fish and meat is a problem. So let's see what Rav Belsky said. First of all, um, the, uh, if there's more, uh, if there's more than 60, per, 60 times more than the fish, um, I'm sorry, but the other way. There's um dog meaning it's 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 not there's not a sixty times more of the other stuff. So in other words, there's not gonna be any bittle. It should say the word fish right next to the hashkocha. Why? because you shouldn't be eating it with meat. And let's say it's less than a sixtieth. You don't need it. Um, why? Even though sakana maybe we have to be more chomer. Just make sure that when they put the ingredients there, it says fish. The Hashkocha company, if they can, need to influence the manufacturer not to make sure they, they say there's fish here. They can't just say he's a cinnamon omega-3. They have to say fish. 
because people don't realize that it's fish. Now, now he's going to give the background to this psak. Again, in Shulchan Aruch it says you don't eat fish and meat. Now there is a Mogan Avram. Not everyone agrees with this Mogan Avram. The Mogan Avram says the Bismana ain't sakonakol kach. Why? We see there's many things. The Gemara says many things are sakona. Be careful for them. And what happened? And we see people aren't getting saras. They're not getting damaged by it. Because as Toysavis tells us in Maidkot and other places, it must be that from the time of Chazal till now, the human body and, 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 and things have changed. Sometimes what they said was correct in certain countries. And the Bach brings a similar thing to the name of the Rambam. I don't know where that Rambam is, but it sounds like the Rambam, something the Rambam would say. So the Dark Echuva, a very big place in Yorodea, says the, the, um, the Munkatra's father, if you have another reason to be Matir, you can throw in the Mogan Avram. And therefore, once you have the second svara, which is that it's less than shishim, um, the poiskim say that when it's it's less than shishim, the taz brings it down. So even though it's sakana, not at least this we don't have to worry about. In other words, you could say chamira sakanta misura. Sakana is even worse. The dinam of don't apply, but the taz says you can say it. And therefore, once you have the taz and the mogan avram. Together, it, you, what the Dark Eshuvah said, if you have another Svara, you can say it's probably not a problem. Now, everybody can read this. Well, you know what this is. You don't need to be a Lamdan to know what this is. Steak sauce. It says it's steak sauce. Most people are obviously going to put it on meat because that's what it's marketed as. So on there, you could say, first of all, the Taz holds less than Shishim, it's not a problem. And the Mogan Avram holds, you don't have to Bechwal Bismanaz, that's not a problem. And if that's the case, you don't need to say it's got fish on it. If you want to be Machmir, that you hold, no, it's Sakona, not like the Taz, and you don't like this Mogan Avram, so, okay, you can take a look, you'll look at it, and you'll see what's in the uh, ingredients. And you see on the petek, on the, on the list, it says it's got fish. And you'll see, it says anchovies, if you're such a machmir. Rebelsi doesn't consider you a, uh, a fool for being machmir, but we don't have to worry about it, because if we're giving the ashkocha for you, you'll read it, and you'll, you know how to be careful about having any fish if you're putting it with your meat. So why is he talking about it? You need to know, and the Rav, the Hashkocha company should be in conversation with the uh, with the manufacturer how the fish product is put into the ingredients. Kibuv the Shemarvin Shemen Shell Omega Three. If that's all what it says, Omega Three oil, which we know, as Ravelsky knew, and we all know, of course, comes from fish. So sometimes, and all it says is uh, omega-3 oil. They don't say that it's from fish. And since we want to help people who, who have a right to be machmer, 
we want to make sure if we can work with the company that they'll write fish or maybe the name of the fish. But um, people aren't going to realize that this omega-3 oil comes from fish. Um, if, however, there's, you don't have this far of the Taz, there is not 60 times more of the fish ingredient in there. So uh, the OU, whoever it is, is giving Dashkocha, needs to insist that it says the word fish. <laughs> right? It's meant to be used with meat. Someone will see it's got fish in it. He won't use it. And if someone's not makbid, and there are people that don't think there's anything to be makbid, then the Mogan Avram is not uh, chopped liver. So here's an interesting psaac. It came from, as you can see, uh, 2005, an interesting psaac about how to deal with meat and fish together. How about another thing Chazal say is a sakana, to put food under the bed. So let's say, when does that happen that you put food under your bed? <laughs> I don't know if this year, but in, 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 in many years, people go to the uh, mountains, they have small bungalows, and they have a small amount of space there. Can they put food under the bed because they need the space? Or is it a problem of sakana keeping food under the bed? So let's see what he answers. It's called a sakana. Now, if it's not the food itself, if it's just the kliyoyachel, yeshuachel, right? If it's just the the um, uh, what you're using for the foods, the pots and the pans, that you can put under the bed, and for sure you can use them if they were under the bed. Now, let's say you didn't realize you left food under the bed, and you, you, you had the um, the cooler was under the bed. For example, you drove up to the mountains, and you packed away the stuff. And you forgot to undo the cooler. The ice was still in there, and it was under the bed. Um, so it was betos mitachas lomita. So what's the halacha? Okay, move you over here, Abrami. So what's the halacha? Mutar You're allowed to eat it because it's b'shoyge. You didn't realize it. I'm not sure what the difference is. If it's a sakana, it's a sakana. <laughs> what does the toast make a difference? Again, could be when it comes to ruach ro, the ruach ro is only if you put it under the bed. But if you left it by accident under the bed, you didn't realize it, somehow the ruach ro is not there. Who's, who brings this down? Reki Vegar. According to Shavos Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Reicher. So we've talked about him, one of the G'dayli Ador of the first part of the 18th century. However, he brings here from the Chayodim, and that makes sense, because if it's Sakana, it doesn't make a difference whether it was Bishoigig or you didn't realize it or not, it was a toast. It should be a problem if the food was under the bed. You've got to be careful if you're up there. Make sure there's no food and stuff, sandwiches, whatever, chocolate bar, whatever it is you want to have under your bed. Like uh, the kids at camp, and the, on, on, on the, like they want to have some, they want to have the uh, stash that the mom and dad sent to them. However, if, even though it's true, I, I'm, I don't believe you should pass in that way. 
especially, you know, the kids at camp, they probably leave stuff under their beds, their cookies and stuff like that. They get them home. Well, that's amazing they shouldn't do it. But if they don't know about it, they didn't realize it. It was Batos, we shouldn't ask the food. Now again, uh, you know, I have a, um, a little bit of a different way of looking at these things. Um, uh, true, Rav Kiveger wrote it uh, on, the, on his Shulchan Orach that was printed. And he mentions this Heter. But it's not Rav Kiveger was paskening for Klal Yisroh when he wrote his Hagos on the Shulchan Orach. Uh, the Hagos of the Kiveger and the Shulchan Orach were written and, and after he died, his children came and said, hey, we've got, we've, we found our father's uh, Shulchan Orach. It's got notes. Maybe the next person who wants to print the Shulchan Orach would like to put my, print my father's notes. It's not like this is a tshuva from Ricky Vega. Ricky Vega was a book, it was incredible. The man was, 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 was a super genius, and he had like an encyclopedic uh, head of all these types of svarim that he learned and wrote, wrote notes in. But Rav Belsky feels that if Ricky Vega wrote it down, it's already Ricky Vega is being matter. <laughs> not the Shvus Yaakov, he says, from Robin Shul Yisrael Ricky Vega. Okay. And if Ricky Vega wrote it down, although Kivalevich was telling him he didn't give it as a psaq, but okay, maybe I'm wrong. Again, this is just what I think. But Ravelsky says if it's written by Ricky Vega, then nobody can ever be hurt. I, the Vilna Goyen, said it's Sakona. If Ricky Vega wrote already that it was, you didn't realize it, then the Shus Yaakov says Ricky Vega, it's not the Shus Yaakov anymore. It's the fact that the Ricky Vega quotes the Shus Yaakov. Nobody will be hurt by it. Because how could it be that through what a tzaddik said, someone could get hurt? So here you see a very interesting thing about Ravelsky, uh, is that uh, despite the fact that he was, like I said, had a scientific mind, he's very, he much, very much sees the the Gedele Apeskim as, 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 as more than just very smart human beings who understood Aloha, but they actually were like, they were beyond. There were certain people in every door, like Rav Kiveger, and you'll see what he says about Rav Meisha, uh, that he believed were bigger than that. They were bigger than just regular men who had a halachic idea. They were tzaddik ador. And if you were, if, if, if that's who you are, if you're from the tzaddik ador, your psak is not going to make any, uh, uh, and no, nothing negative can come from your psak. Okay, I want to make a start. We're not, we're not going to have that much, a couple more minutes. Uh, I just want to uh, start this question, which is a very big question. I was a Rav Amachshar, as you know, of a nursing home, and we had this question as well. Um, and many, many caterers and others. Um, Richard, you just came on. You, you, I'm sure you're going to be uh, um, familiar with this question as well. What is with the, uh, when we, we know that the Gemara says in, uh, in Nida, the Gemara says that it's considered your chayev. It's almost like you're killing yourself if you eat eggs that were left overnight. Okay? So, in other words, peeled eggs that were left overnight. Beits and klufot. Right? Not, not, not eggs in their shells, but eggs that were peeled and left overnight. So, yishnan mefalim amayatsrim umayichrim beitzim koshos klufos. By Rebelsky was around. We know about this. We've talked about it. We've seen it. You can see it in airports and stuff like that. There are companies that that actually sell hard-boiled eggs. 
that are peeled. And some actually, they, have, they make like deviled eggs. So there's a question. We know you're not supposed to eat eggs or onions or garlic that have been peeled. In other words, an onion that you didn't start to peel is fine. But onion you already cut up or you started to peel some of the layers off for the garlic, you're not supposed to eat it if it's stayed overnight. Now, if you're going to say it's still ulcer today, things haven't changed. So what about if you mix them with something else? Now, this is one of the heterium that we had in the nursing home, uh, that, uh, that the eggs had salt on it, or we put something in it, something like that, that it's not just uh, hard-boiled eggs that are there. If that's true, what do you need to, to, to put into the eggs to say, it's not just eggs, it's eggs and something else. How much? And, and what does it have to do? Also, is the Isser Dafkash Gain Chayim, there might be a heter, maybe, when they're not cooked. <laughs> maybe when Chazal say, Beitz and Klufot, the Gemara Nida, when it mentions that, maybe it's talking about Mamish. Um, yeah, that's part of the question, too. Uh, when you have these eggs that are not really eggs, they're they're right there, right? The, that's actually an egg product. Here it seems to be a whole egg, but but maybe is there an Easter when you have when you have eggs that are um, um, maybe the eggs are only when they're not cooked, maybe when they're cooked or they've become dried or somehow processed. What you were just saying, Jonathan, Batesim knows liot. In other words, here you have eggs that you just have like the egg liquid, uh, liquid eggs, which is, I think, what you meant by egg beater. Is that a problem? Also, another thing, and this was another heter we had in the nursing home, um, was to use this heter, that the eggs are overnight, but they are, we make sure that they are put in a hermetically sealed container. So that's the question about, and it's not such an easy question to answer. Um, just do one or one or two more minutes on this. He says, We're not going to use any of this, the Moganavram by meat. That's a sniffle when it comes to meat and fish. But when it comes to eggs overnight or onions overnight, we should not eat them. Um, However, if there's something else mixed with them, you are allowed to. And it has to be enough that it actually changes in some way the eggs. Even if it's not uh, something you can see in the taste. For example, if it's a preservative that you put on the eggs, that's already okay. Um, However, <laughs> you can't mix eggs with onions. <laughs> the, the, the other food that you put in with the eggs can't be like to put, oh, we'll put some onions in the eggs. Uh, then you have two problems. <laughs> can't say, oh, it's not only eggs. I've got onions sprinkled on there. No, that, that actually makes the problem worse. Um, he does not feel that there's any difference between 
uh, raw and cooked eggs. Obviously, most eggs that are peeled are going to be cooked. However, when it comes to egg powder or things like that, um, and here comes the big heter, or when they when the reason why it's peeled is that it's going to be peeled for a later use. That the whole way you make this egg product is by keeping the peeled, uh, the the peeled uh, hard boiled eggs, and then you use it later at a different time. However, he says, Let's say, like it happened in the nursing home a lot, we're going to, or let's say at caterers, oh, we're going to make egg salad tomorrow. In other words, we're going to, we have a bris tomorrow, and we're going to um, uh, peel the eggs in the night before. And then tomorrow we'll have the the ladies with their gloves working on it, making the egg salad. So that, there's no hatred for that. You don't catering. When it comes to there, he feels that would be a problem, and the Rabbi Maksher should step in on that. And he gives another kula, as you can see, when the eggs are in a klisogar hermeti uh, saran wrap, which sometimes I saw in the in the nursing home is not good enough. Uh, it can't be saran wrap. It has to be a container where actually uh, is hermetically sealed. So we'll talk more about this issue tomorrow. About Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.